the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. And I'm going to say something that's always controversial, but there is no rationale for assault weapons. And- Pete Buttigieg was never qualified for the job, and I believe we need to haul him in in our committees and start questioning him over what's actually happening in his department, because train derailment is happening every single day. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. There are reports of dead animals in and around the train derailment site in Ohio, um, but I only know that because I watch... A lot of Fox News. I guess I know that because I'm a conservative with a show. I I don't know that from the New York Times or the Washington Post or ABC, NBC, CBS. It's not a big story. This train derailment doesn't seem to be a strain. It doesn't seem to be a big story that three trains have derailed in the last I don't know week or two. South Carolina, Houston, East Palatine. Palestine, Ohio, Um, wouldn't you think that if toxins were released into the water and the air, that's a big story? Why is it not a big story? Well, the Ohio governor um, took exception to what the new junior senator in Ohio, J.D. Vance, has said. J.D. Vance has criticized the Biden administration and its response to this train derailment in eastern Ohio. Here's what Governor DeWine said about that. Senator Vance was on Fox News critical of the Biden administration. And even some Democrats have been critical of the Biden administration's response. Are you satisfied with the Biden administration's response? Is there anything you'd like to see more out of the administration as far as health with this? Look, um, our Ohio EPA works with the U.S. EPA. Uh, these are the principal people involved. Um, the federal government is conducting an investigation to determine why uh, this wreck occurred, this crash occurred. We await that. Uh, and certainly we'll be interested in seeing what what is going on. Uh, you know, look, the president called me and said, anything you need, uh, I have not called him back uh, after that after that conversation. We, I will not hesitate to do that if, we, if we're seeing a problem or, or anything, but I'm not seeing it. Not seeing a problem. Biden told DeWine, anything you need, give me a call. DeWine said, haven't needed to call him because I guess they're getting everything they want. They're releasing toxic plumes into the air. Animals dying? What really is going on here? And I am intrigued by the lack of media coverage. Charlie Kirk has an interesting theory. On his show uh, Monday, had a, a, a provocative opinion that the mainstream media is going after. But, hey, it's it's fodder for thought. Listen to what, listen to Charlie's theory. Not a single member of the Biden regime would dare to go to this portion of Ohio and breathe in the air because they know it's dangerous. They know that it is actively poisoning the citizens of eastern Ohio. So why is it that they kind of shrug their shoulders and they say, ah, yeah, okay, whatever. It's very simple. It's because the war on white people continues. Why would you care for the white working class voters in eastern Ohio. You haven't cared about them in other reasons or other portions, and I will prove it to you. 
If this train derailment happened in downtown Atlanta, in the densely populated black neighborhoods, this would be the number one news story. It would be Flint Water Crisis 2.0. There would be clamoring and activism and talks for reparations. I mean, Flint is a good uh, example of a mainstream media that gets consumed with a narrative that we don't care about black people. Go to Katrina. Hurricane Katrina led to a lot of people, on the left at least, who have the who came to the conclusion that George Bush, the Bush administration, and Republicans didn't care about black people. So... Is this part of a war on white people? Is Charlie overstating it, or is he right? Do you find it peculiar? I mean, listen, I get emails and texts from people in eastern Ohio every day saying it's bad here. It's terrible. We've had a toxic train crash. We we can't. The smell gives us headaches. Our dogs are vomiting. Fish are dying in the ponds and the and the waters around here. And where's the transportation secretary? He's talking about too many white construction workers. What do you think is actually going on here? Help me understand it. 1-800-655-MIKE. I, I admit, my, my eyes start to roll. My, my eyes glaze over a little bit. This brings out a lot of people who think that this is all deliberate and this is a war against Republicans and Trump supporters. Not everything has to be political. Not everything has to be this polarized. On the other hand, there does seem thing, seem to be something very peculiar about the, the lack of interest from the mainstream media over this train crash in Ohio. You think it's not as bad as Fox News says it is? Is Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk, they just being alarmists? Or are they speaking truth? 800-655-MIKE. You know, my theory is, I don't believe the train derailments themselves were intentional, like some of my colleagues do on this team. I got a producer who thinks, I'm. oh, look, they derailed in South Carolina and Houston and Eastern Ohio. It's, It's deliberate. But I do believe the response is pretty deliberate. Not a big deal. Just about, just a bunch of MAGA, Trump supporting, hardworking, White people in eastern Ohio, nothing to see here. Am I wrong? 800-655-MIKE. The Mike Gallagher Show is now on TV. Watch the show every weekday on Salem News Channel. Stream anytime on any device. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Apple TV, and more. Or just go to SalemNewsChannel.com. The Mike Gallagher Show, now on TV. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code MikeG or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G, or call 800-928-6034, like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Gallagher. 
why don't they put the 5,000 people from Palestine in hotels like they did with the illegal migrants? Hey, Mike, it doesn't appear that anybody in the Biden administration cabinet is qualified to do much of anything. I mean, Buttigieg was supposed to be in charge of this thing. He's qualified to be a used car salesman. That's it. There, there just isn't any normal person who could listen to Pete Buttigieg complain about a lack of African-American construction workers the week that these tra- train derailments have happened and say that there isn't, there isn't something weird going on here. I mean, this, this transportation secretary has been a disaster. There's no way around this. He's, all he's worried about is diversity and uh, racist bridges and roads. I mean, what, what are you kidding? This is the guy that faked riding his bike to work. Remember that? He had his bike in the back of his chauffeur-driven vehicle, and then he got took the bike out the last two blocks before his office and got on a bike and put his little helmet on and pedaled up to the office. Look at me. I ride a bike. You don't ride a bike. You're getting chauffeured around. Look at me. I, I want everybody to cut back on, you know, leaving a carbon, put, carbon footprint. He's flying private everywhere. I mean, the, these guys aren't serious. And yet they make a mockery of the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world. I don't know about you, but for my money, what Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene said about the Transportation Secretary makes a lot of sense. The real problem, Sean, is Pete Buttigieg. He's the Secretary of Transportation, and he's more interested in equity and inclusion in his hiring practices and grant-giving schemes and and obviously probably chest-feeding or something like that than he is rail safety. And that's where we have real danger in our country. You see, Pete Buttigieg was never qualified for the job, and I believe we need to haul him in in our committees and start questioning him over what's actually happening in his department. Because train derailment is happening every single day, and now thousands of people, uh, birds, animals, they're all sick, and we don't know the consequences of this horrible accident in East Palestine. Isn't she right about not knowing what the real devastation, what the devastating effects are? And aren't you a little suspicious about the media's apparent lack of interest? It is a big story, isn't it? 800-655-MIKE, Pat's in Cross Plains, Texas. Hey, Pat, welcome to the Mike Gallagher Show. How are you? Hey, Mike G., thanks for taking me on. I've got a twin brother named Mike G. Oh, great. Everybody calls me, everybody calls me Pat G. I got hey, regarding it. this Ohio deal, uh, you know, Buttigieg, he just, he, he floors them. Anybody with any kind of background would realize that this is an EPA disaster. Vinyl chloride, they've got 100 tons of that stuff that they're trying to do a controlled burn on. Because before it explodes, if you go back in your history, vinyl chloride was used to push propellant out of deodorant cans years ago, and they found out it was a big cause of cancer. And they're acting like there's just no big deal of burning toxic gases and fumes when it's a known carcinogen to cause cancer. Right. So, you know, what, but, but so, is, so what do you what do you attribute that to? Incompetence? Is there some diabolical plan here? Is it is it as Charlie Kirk put it, a, a, a declaring war on white people of Eastern Ohio? I don't think it's that. I think it's just plain stupidity. You know, we, we put people in, in, in positions of power that have no background whatsoever in what they're doing. Right. You know, this guy this guy comes with no transportation background, and now he's in charge of all of that. I got it. All right. Thanks, Pat G. Appreciate it. 800-655-MIKE. Frank's in San Antonio. Hello, Frank. Hey, Mike. Hey. Love your show. Love you. Listen to you every day. Uh, thank well, you very much. I'm going to have to take ex- exception today. Okay. When you say, I think you're being kind of Pollyanna-ish. When you say that not everything is political, to the left, everything is political. Well, I know. I know. In fact, that's, and I don't want to be like them in that regard. Do you? I mean. No, no, I don't want to be like that. I don't, I I don't want to be like them. But when you say things like, well, not everything is political, you're not talking, you're talking about, I mean, you know, 
that's what they live and breathe and eat. Right. Well, look, and I and that's why I think it's fair to point out that the transportation secretary is more interested in too many white construction workers than he is addressing the American people about train derailments. I get it. Well, he now, needs, he needs to come down here to San Antonio, where I am, and see the construction zones where no they're kidding. full of uh, Hispanics. Right. I got it. Now, but look, <laughs> but let me ask you this: when, to to push back against your criticism of me, which I I think is constructive constructive criticism. I get it. I mean, I'm questioning myself a little bit here when I when I. I hear that people say the trains were intentionally derailed by Democrats into Republican territories and they want to kill white people. It's a war on white people. I'm sorry. To me, it's a little bit much. And what I would say to you is, was Katrina political? Did George Bush not respond appropriately to Hurricane Katrina and New Orleans because he didn't like black people? Those were different times, Mike. That was a long time ago. Things Ah. have changed so much since then. Ah, I see. All right. Well, I think you ought to consider... My my question. Listen, I'm I'm more likely to agree with you probably 99 percent of the time than not. I don't believe that trains are being derailed intentionally in order to kill white people. Sorry. I also don't believe that the Bush administration didn't respond adequately to the black victims of Katrina because they're black. And I do mean that when people say, I mean, everything has to be. A, 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 a first of all, a racial component, right versus left, and maybe this is just incompetence. Maybe this is just, I mean, can I get this off my chest? I didn't know it costs a half a million dollars to fire one missile, right? They fired upon one of the balloons the other day that now they're telling us probably didn't come from the Shycoms. Now they're saying it's quite possible these weren't even spy balloons. We know the one over South Carolina that they finally shot down was, but now they're saying the other three were likely not from the Chinese. So who knows what they were? All I know is it costs, apparently, between four and $500,000 to fire one missile. We fired at the one of them, and they missed. The missile dropped harmlessly into the water. We wasted a half a million dollars of taxpayer money firing upon and missing a balloon that wasn't even from the Chinese? Excuse me, that's a problem. 800-655-MIKE, tell me where I'm wrong. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church, or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay up front companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org, COVIDTaxRelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. The Mike Gallagher Show. It seems kind of odd to me that we're going to shoot something down. We don't know who it is, who's it was, what it was, whether it was something that could potentially have been harmful if it, if it gets shot down. I mean, I, I think we would have wanted to know a little bit more about it before we took, you know, that kind of decisive action. But look, uh, I think that they decided they're just going to be, uh, you know, air on the side of shooting it down and then figuring it out later. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later. Hope the Goodyear blimp doesn't get on the uh, Biden radar. Those poor guys will get blown out of the sky. The F-16 fighter jet sent to shoot down the aerial object. Now we're calling it an aerial object, according to the Hill. They missed with their first missile. That's only half a million dollars. 
You know what a half a million dollars would mean to my help Turkey and Syria campaign with food for the poor? Oh, my gosh. We would have definitely beat Hewitt if I had a half million dollars. We did pretty good. We did well. This is our final day to help the uh, desperate people of Turkey and Syria. If you go to MikeOnline.com, click on that Help Turkey and Syria Food for the Poor banner at the top of the page, or text the keyword Mike to 91999 and uh, help us get desperately needed supplies to the victims of that devastating earthquake. Let's, let's Let's treat people the way we want everybody treated, huh? And let's uh, step up. Let's have a nice final day. Thank you for your support. Kudos to everybody who's donated. And uh, as always, you step up when we you heed the call. And I'm deeply grateful. It's fun to be able to come to work and try to do some good for people. Please go to MikeOnline.com. Click on that Help Turkey and Syria banner at the top of the page. I- I'm serious. The missile missed. The... Uh, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Milley, told reporters, the first shot missed, the second shot hit. The missile that missed landed harmlessly in the water of Lake Huron and was later tracked down. They tracked down the missile. They still haven't tracked down the balloons. They're at the bottom of the lake. They're at the bottom of the lake, and they're in some Arctic area that's too cold to get to. Biden's given the order now to shoot balloons out of the sky because he was so embarrassed over the first one that he waited until it got over the coast of uh, South Carolina. How much, Derek, can you find out how much it costs? Because I really, I saw that on the news last night. I want to get this straight. $500,000 missile wasted on a missed shot at a balloon that now they're saying they don't think came from China. What the heck is going on? And they're not forthcoming. They're not giving answers on anything on this. They just aren't. This portion of our show brought to you by Relief Factor. Pain relief that works, pain relief that lasts, pain relief that is 100% drug-free. Not 95%, not 90 100% drug-free. I love telling you every day about Relief Factor, and I'm that's why we proudly walk into the relieffactor.com studios every single day. relieffactor.com. Go on there and take the three-week quick start. Let's see if we can get you out of back pain or leg pain or neck pain or hip pain. Try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, you notify them. You're out 1995. But if it works, you're going to love what pain-free living is all about. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. You know, last time I was in New York a month or two ago, I'm going back in another couple of weeks. I still have to do some work there, and I'm in New York on a kind of a part-time basis. Um, I, I went by a hotel that is now overrun with illegals, a luxury hotel in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of New York City. They're, they're housing illegal immigrants in luxury hotels in New York. And yet, the folks of East Ohio, if you live in East Palestine, oh, go back to your home and drink the water. Nothing, nothing to worry about. That's a problem, isn't it? Isn't that a problem? Don't you, don't you find there's something really amiss here? What in the world has happened with this train derailment? And the train derailments, and believe me, this brings out all the the far-out theories about war on white people and terrorist acts and, you know, got a lot of people believing it's, a, it's Antichrist stuff. But again, if if we're quick to race to the conclusion that this is an intentional war on white people, do you remember how it felt when Kanye said that George Bush hates black people? Because supposedly there wasn't enough of a, a, there wasn't a strong enough response? Eight hundred six five five Mike. 
800-655-6453. Meanwhile, we're still trying to deal with some of the horrific aftermath of another mass shooting. Um, I just saw a video moments ago out of Buffalo, New York. They are sentencing the monster who killed all those people in Buffalo. Um, and somebody who was giving a victim witness impact um, statement on behalf of one of the people slaughtered by the 19-year-old shooter in Buffalo, he physically went after and charged the Buffalo shooter. Now, I I don't mean to be cruel here, and I don't mean to be um, unprofessional or irresponsible, but I will admit to being deeply satisfied at the look of fear that that punk had on his face as one of the grieving family members. He was a big guy, big, huge guy. And he was standing about 10, 12 feet away from this monster. And he charged at that guy. And, of course, the sheriff's deputies and the court personnel swarmed around the shooter, you know, to try to protect him. And he had a look of terror on his face. May he feel that terror every single day of the rest of his miserable, rotten life. This is this is just, I am, I am so sick of our inability to execute these, I mean, listen, most of them, like the guy in Michigan State, they execute themselves. So they get a fast pass to hell. But the thought of any of the, what was this kid, 19 years old? When he slaughtered all those people at the outside that Buffalo uh, in that Buffalo supermarket, he could he could be getting three square meals a day and peanut butter sa- jelly sandwiches and watching cable TV till he's eighty years old on our expense, at our expense, because we're not willing to implement the death penalty. John's in Westerville, Ohio. John, how far is Westerville from East Palestine? Remind me. Uh, we're about an hour and a half. That's what I thought. I was going to figure. We're, I was going to figure sixty or ninety minutes away. Yeah, we're right in the middle of the state. Mm-hmm. Um, back to your point about uh, about the folks up there. You know, it's eighty uh, percent Republican. It's a real uh, hardworking group. Very low income. Yep. They need housing, transportation, food and water, medical care, and just general concern from the population of the people of the United States, which they'll get, but the federal government, at least the federal government, should treat them as well as we have treated the illegal immigrants that have come into our country. And just like you mentioned, what if we would put those people in a luxury hotel? They no would kidding. fix it up. They'd, they'd clean windows. They would do the, they'd make food and make beds. They'd be great. great they'd be, they'd be grateful. They'd have a spirit of gratitude and appreciation to get any kind of help that, 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 that they exactly. would receive. You think these illegals who are trashing hotel rooms in New York City are grateful? Right. I mean, uh, it's unreal. The, the, De- government told, the government told the people, go out of the, the area, get a, a hotel room, a motel room, and give us a receipt. We'll reimburse you. These people don't have $60 That's right. to stay at a Motel 6. I know. And I know. How, how blind the government is to the fate of those poor folks. And you just gave me an idea, John. I'm so glad you mentioned this because you just gave me an idea. The people of East Ohio need help. And I'm going to I'm gonna make some calls and see if we can't do something on behalf of these people because you're right. It, it's infuriating. And this audience is so generous and we do so much for people all over the world and here in the United States. I'm telling you right, right now, um, it, this, is, this is disgraceful. And the, for the media to, to just yawn at this, uh, yawn about a train that derails with five tanker cars containing vinyl chloride, this hazardous gas. Hey, find the clips, um, Derek, from Tucker last night. Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, is standing at a podium. Well, you can barely see him, but they need to get him a little footstool or something when he gives press conferences. He's a little guy. But Governor DeWine was going on about, now this gas could cause death, cause absolute serious injury. If you're in the red zone, you're going to die. 
Hmm. Wow. Uh, I would think the media would be interested in that. David's in Battle Creek, Michigan. How you doing, David? I'm great. How are you today? I'm sir? great, sir. Appreciate your call. No, I appreciate you daily uh, on, on the radio, always telling us what's going on and stuff that's not being said in our news and Thank on our local radio stations. And I've been listening to the news here in the local radio all morning on not one thing has been said about the train derailment. Mm. Any specifics about it? I even just posted on Facebook. Said, "Where's the news coverage on it?" And as soon as I turn you on, you're you're talking about it. Well, so I want to say that's we're, what we're we try to do. You're out there. You're with very the word out. But I just I just had a couple like common sense questions and about this, and it seems how common sense isn't so common anymore. Um, we have escorts drive down the road for those big rigs that take out the light, uh, traffic lights, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, if there's a train carrying them kind of chemicals. It's that horrible. I mean, how come there isn't any kind of escort for something like that to make sure that something like this wouldn't happen? And you know know what that is? That's because you said that's a common sense question, David, and we have a shortage of common sense. Everywhere you turn, people do not. Look at yesterday. I got in trouble because I invited people who were against or or for four gun-free zones, think that's a good idea, to call in and argue with me. And the arguments I got were so bizarre and so absurd. Even emails I got. I got an email from Phil. You got to hear this. Phil wants to know how I got a radio show. How did you ever get a radio show? Gun-free zones. As a private property owner, you can declare your property gun-free. Oh, that'll make you feel good. That's it, Phil. Declare your property gun-free. Because that means no bad guys will show up. And then you can't defend yourself on your own property, right? Because it's gun-free. What a moron. Phil said, I hope they retire your stupid butt once Trump goes to jail or loses the election. Hey, Phil, I consider your email a badge of honor. 800-655-MIKE. Hope you join us. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. Mike Gallagher show. I think the the motivation intent's clear here. They want to to get imagery, get intelligence on our military capability, particularly nuclear. Um, and they're building quite a nuclear spot, stockpile themselves. Uh, why do they want to do this? Well, they're preparing. Uh, if they don't uh, win the elections in Taiwan next January, they are preparing for a military conflict. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. This portion of our show brought to you in part by ConsumersResearch.org. You know, you got to make every dollar count in this economy. You need to protect your retirement funds. But big firms like BlackRock and others who control literally trillions in retirement assets are risking your financial future by playing woke politics with your retirement funds. They're using a progressive system called ESG to do it. And they're doing this without your consent. They're pulling investments from solid companies to advance their own social causes, one of which is climate activism. Recently, every Republican senator... And even Democrat Joe Manchin introduced a bill that would prevent ESG from overtaking profits as a leading consideration for how our retirement savings are invested. A lot of state leaders are fighting back, too. I want you to to be a part of this effort and find out how to fight back against these woke investment firms. Go to consumersresearch.org. Consumers Research has been protecting protecting consumers from fraud and abuse for decades. Go to consumersresearch.org and learn about their mission to protect us from woke investment firms like BlackRock. I really appreciate what the work they're doing. You will, too. Go to consumersresearch.org. There's a reporter from News Nation, Evan Lambert, who was in East, it was in East Palestine, Ohio. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine was speaking. He's covering it. And they wound up arresting him. Now, you can hear it as well as see it. If you're watching us on Salem News Channel, you'll see the arrest. Again, this falls under this 
category today. I'm in this mo- I'm in this mode of is there more to this story? Did you see the Netflix had a, a fictional story of a train derailing in Ohio spilling toxic chemicals? I, this was like last year. It, it, that's just a I guess that's a coincidence, right? And I I assume it is. You don't find that bizarre? That just last year, Netflix had a fictional story of a train derailment in Ohio that spilled toxic chemicals into the air, polluting the community and making the community hazardous. I mean, people are are, are sharing reports about dead animals, dead fish in the ponds. Dog, I saw some guy on TV last night. His dog won't stop vomiting. He said the smell is everywhere. It's awful. What the heck is going on? And a reporter being arrested for covering it? Watch this clip on Salem News Channel or, or turn up your, your radio volume and, and, and check out News Nation reporter Evan Lambert hauled off, at one point thrown on the ground and handcuffed for doing his job as a reporter for News Nation. I am allowed to be that's enough. We get it. I, I have to say this. The race baiters and the race hustlers make race out of everything. But sometimes having a conversation about race is relevant. What do you think would happen if that was a black reporter manhandled by a bunch of white reporters covering something that happened in a black community? Because the guy that was arrested is black. And it looks to me like all the officials kicking him out are white. Wouldn't you think the mainstream media would be kind of interested in that story? Wouldn't that, isn't that kind of interest? And, 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 and I know this will shock you. All charges against News Nation reporter Evan Lambert have been dismissed. He was facing charges of trespassing, um, criminal trespass, a fourth degree misdemeanor, and resisting arrest, a second degree misdemeanor. Apparently, the state of Ohio came in and said, that's not a good look for us. So they dropped all charges. The reporter issued a statement saying, I'm still processing what was a traumatic event for me in the context of a time where we are hyper aware of how frequently some police interact with people of color. And it can end in much worse circumstances. That's not lost on me. He said, at the same time, as a journalist, I have great respect for the officers who do their jobs with integrity, civil rights, justice, and safety at the core of their mission. I'm doing all right. I will be okay. I will also continue to do my job without fear or favor in service of the public. I hope what happened to me shines further attention on the people of East Palestine who rightly have questions about their safety in light of an environmental hazard. I mean, this guy's a hero. This guy's getting arrested for doing his job, trying to bring the plight of East Ohio, Eastern Ohio 
to the country and 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 says, I hope my arrest might shine a light on what these poor people in Eastern Ohio are going through. What the, pardon my language, what the hell is going on here? You're dragging out a reporter for covering this train derailment? Do you have the clip? Listen to what Mike DeWine said about this train derailment. I saw this last night on TV. I'm thinking, is that, this is not, if this isn't the biggest story in the world, is it 16 with DeWine talking about the area nearest the train derailment? It's the red zone. Check out what could happen to you if you happen to be in the red zone in East Palestine, Ohio. Senator Vance was on Fox News critical of the Biden administration. And no, no, that's not the right one. What's the what's the cut, Derek? Which cut is it? I think it's 16, right? All right, here we go. Let's play the right cut. Norfolk Southern Railroad is planning a controlled release of the vinyl chloride at approximately 3.30 p.m. The controlled release of the toxic chemicals also has the potential to be deadly if inhaled. Those in the red area, those in the red area are facing grave danger of death if they are still in that area. Those living in the orange area are at risk of severe injury, severe injury including skin burns and serious lung damage. To state the obvious, all of you need to leave as well, uh, and, and, and I need to leave as well too. So He's laughing about, I, I, better, I need to leave as well. We better get out of here because we're all going to die. Now, you know, I know I'm just a big mouth with a microphone, but that seems pretty serious to me. That seems pretty serious to me. Hauling out a reporter, manhandling him, throwing him to the ground, handcuffing him for trying to cover this press conference? That seems like a pretty big deal to me. What in the world is going on? And why isn't the mainstream media all over this? Charlie Kirk says it's the latest example of the war on white people. I'm not sure if you buy Charlie's explanation. Others say, I mean, where's where's Mayor Pete? Where's the transportation secretary over these train derailments? Just what is going on? 1-800-655-MIKE. And then the supervisor, this is unbelievable. And the guy, I'm the building supervisor. I want you to leave. And then the cops say, oh, there it is. That's it. You're out. You've been asked to leave. National reporter trying to cover a big story. Uh, Riddle me this, Batman. If there are dead fish floating in ponds in East Palestine, hey, is Jane Fonda still working? Can't she do another uh, China syndrome? Forget the China syndrome. Maybe it's East Palestine syndrome. I, 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 don't, I don't know what to make of any of this. And I have to tell you, I'm a pretty logical guy. I don't want to sit around and say these are terrorist attacks and these train derailments are on purpose and they're trying to kill white people or it's a war against white I, I don't want to go overboard, but this is biz- beyond bizarre. 1-800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. Join us. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts and stay current with all the important moments from the show. It's breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. Your love life. Melissa Manchester's birthday. She is 72. Here's a little Midnight Blue from 1975. 
no, that's more. <laughs> that's more. That's Maureen McGovern. A lot, of, a lot of M's coming at you. Melissa Manchester, Maureen McGovern. And you know what the great thing is? Is you always ask me that. It'll be Maureen McGovern's birthday, and I'll do. It'll be Maureen McGovern's birthday, and I'll do morning after, and you'll go. Is that Melissa Manchester? It's awesome. It's awesome. How are you? How's everything? I'm good. I'm good. Happy uh, Nikki Haley runs for president day. Is that? Yeah. Has there ever been a more futile political effort in the history of mankind? We're going to talk about that today. I also I got to react to I did something yesterday after this Michigan State shooting that I want to bounce off you a little bit because mm-hmm. I, 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 there, there are aspects of these shootings that to me are so easy to understand and comprehend. For example, number I mean, and you you went through the list today on, on your show you know, a 30-day waiting period for 18 to 21-year-olds. Okay, this guy was 43. Yeah, yeah that'll... All right, <laughs> exactly so right. so Biden wants a ban on assault weapons. This guy used a pistol. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I always say, when you respond by saying, we got to do something, and then they proceed to give you examples of what they want to do, it never applies to the actual crime. No. Sandy Hook, after Sandy Hook and those beautiful little angels were massacred in Connecticut. What gun law prevents a monster from murdering his mother in her bed, stealing her guns, and going down to the class, to the local school and killing all those kids? Name a law. Name a law. I'm, I, I'll wait all day long. So yesterday, and the one that jumped out at me yesterday is, well, the 43-year-old monster went literally into a gun-free zone to slaughter these innocent kids. Yeah. Um, gun-free zones. They make my skin crawl. Every time I see a sticker in a mall, and they're everywhere. Gun-free zones are everywhere. Explain that to me. So I made the mistake of going on air yesterday and saying, all right, here's something we can all agree on. Gun-free zones are stupid. If you like gun-free zones, call me. Well, I forgot by about the fourth caller that made me crazy. I mean, my blood pressure went up 200 points, yeah. and they're all defending gun-free zones. For But they weren't even, it wasn't really even the gun-free zones. They just don't like guns. I'm a Republican, Mike. I'm a gun owner, but oh, these things are great. I don't want to be near somebody who has a gun. And by the fourth caller, I was getting so upset, I forgot that I was the dummy that invited all the pro-gun-free zone people <laughs> from call, for calling. But you, had, but you had still done your audience a favor, <laughs> because as your brain melted, you were displaying for America exactly the threadbare logic and I, I do I re- as with these families who went to Austin yesterday and and said listen I lost my wife or my wife nearly died or my daughter yep. got killed so listen to me about gun control no sorry there's nothing about your personal loss that makes you correct about the issue but I have a lot of grace and a lot of latitude that I give to those folks because it would scramble my brain too people are scared to death of guns that they who aren't familiar with them they're gun illiterate uh they and, and for those folks there's a big learning curve and for them they can understand it's it's kind of a millimeter deep uh a panel of logic that says if people are walking into a mall and shooting up malls or shooting up churches, or let's make them gun-free zones, and then the problem will go away, which is, well, of course, stupid. It, and it, it well, it's, the, it's it's the opposite because I'm about problem solving. If one person on the campus of Michigan State had been armed, yeah. maybe those kids would have had a fighting chance. Maybe it wouldn't be eight people killed or, or, or three people killed and five fighting for their lives. Maybe there would have been less carnage and that that to me is the idiocy of gun-free zones and that was all i was trying to say and i was inviting people to refute that and they tried i mean again by the fourth caller when my head exploded they were saying things like (laughs) well it's about training one guy called me and he said from if he was from texas as i recall he said i have a bunch of guns i've got an arsenal he said until every american gun owner is properly trained i'm for gun-free zones and and now again, you got to imagine. I, by now, I am spinning like a top. I mean, I my, I really thought I was going to slump over. I said, "Wait a minute, try to help me connect the dots." Yeah. First of all, you're never going to get millions and millions of people to be to be trained on anything. 
I don't care how well me, but gun owners that I know are trained. Absolutely. Of course, we encourage that. There should be public service announcements about that. And most of the gun owners I know, myself included, are absolutely all about training and all about being proficient. But not not mandated. But not mandated. Because it's a constitutional right. right. You don't need training before your First Amendment rights, and you shouldn't have to go through some government mandated training. Getting the right right to drive a car isn't enshrined in the Constitution. So there's a difference, you know? I get training to drive a car, there's no no mandatory training, but encourage it, be responsible. Of course, if you want to buy a gun, you want to be responsible. But but I love that they always talk about the training. That was the whole theme of these pro-gun-free zone people yesterday. I guarantee you the 43-year-old was trained. But he knew what he was doing. So the bad guys know how to use a gun. But but you want to – here's – listen. Let's just dispense with the pretend that we don't know what they want. They want to ban all guns. That's all of it is. they do. And they it's don't an have- incremental attack. And a last thing about the gun-free zones. Even if there were no heroic person with a firearm, with a sidearm, with a something that could have stopped the carnage, if you have a sign that says gun-free zone on your church, on your mall, on your school building, that tells the next shooter – that's a safe place where I can go, and no one will kill me first. If, 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 as my favorite Ted Nugent quote, guns don't kill people, gun-free zones kill people. Because if you don't have that, you have that second of hesitancy that the shooter might have and say, you know what? They allow people to carry on this campus, so maybe I shouldn't shoot this one up. Just Meanwhile, let's talk about our business for a little bit, because our business is our is our audience's business. They They appreciate what we do. Uh, talk radio is a staple of American life. The Brookings Institute has published a study. Mm-hmm. They've decided to do a study on hosts, podcast and radio hosts yes. who peddle in disinformation. <laughs> now, what, here's what let's let's define that term. What is well, disinformation? They don't. They won't tell you. They really don't explain it. <laughs> Apparently, Clay and Travis. Clay, uh, I, I get these. It's no, Clay, 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 Travis, and Buck Sexton. Clay, Travis of Clay and Buck. Mm-hmm. They're on the list. They reached out to Brookings and said, "Please, fine. Can yeah. you please have a representative come on? Anybody from right. the Brookings Institute What's to the explain example it? of the disinformation? Tell, we're not available for comment. No. <laughs> they, but Mark, it's really, really sinister. You know, this is the left likes to screech about McCarthy." tactics mm-hmm. this is the McCar- this is the this is the blacklist it and it's there- about two things it tends to be about elections or covid where if you're not saying certain things that are approved by the fascist overlords you are guilty of disinformation the, the 2020 le- the- election was flawed disinformation disinformation you have, in other words work as well as everybody thinks they did disinformation if you have an opinion about those two things you're guilty of disinformation. Now, yeah. a couple of our colleagues are on the list. Dennis Prager's on the list. No. Charlie Kirk is like towards the top of the list. I was going to say. He's number two. Oh, Steve my. Bannon is number it's, one. It's a ranking? They literally have a oh, ranking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like by percentage. You, okay. know, you know who's also on the list? Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> A posthumous uh-huh. honor. Yes, oh, yes. Man. Sean Hannity's on the list. Very good. I mean, and and it's but but here's what's really frightening. And there's a battle right now with the FCC. They want to. They're trying to to confirm this far left conservative hating woman to be an FCC commissioner. And you ought to look into this, Mark. Read be read careful. about her. I mean, well, you better now. They're going to have a three, they're going to have a three two Democrat majority because of yeah. because Biden gets to now that now the Republicans are doing their darndest to block her. Ted Cruz has been wonderful on this. She literally uh, attacks Fox News. She attacks conservative voices. Oh, that's great. Which I'm, com- prepared not, which I'm prepared not to care about until the, the two magic words come up, and those words are fairness, fairness doctrine. doctrine. That's what they're trying for, to do. For the uninitiated was a law that said if a radio station or a TV station has a p- certain view, it has to give like equal time or some com- commensurate time to the opposing view, which sounds great, but no no, no, the marketplace should determine that. If there's an all-liberal talk station, you should be able to have that. If there's an all-conservative talk station, you should be able to have that. Imagine the stations that are the, my station I, where I work and the stations, the many stations that carry the Mike Gallagher show. Them being mandated to follow Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager with three liberal shows in a row. What a ratings nightmare that would be. It's like taking a station that, 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 that plays country and saying, okay, in the afternoon, it's got to be hardcore seven. 
70s punk. It's like, wait a minute, what? So the fairness doctrine is the devil's work, and well, I bet I bet they'll bring it back if they have the opportunity. It's an effort to it's an effort to shut us down, and there's just no way around it. They they know what would happen. They know it would destroy our business model. Yeah. Talk radio is the antidote to everything else that's out there. Right. And talk radio doesn't of, need balance. Talk say, radio does right. not need balance. Talk radio is balance. We our are conservative balanced. predominance same, in talk same radio. Same with Salem News is Channel. A, I mean, is an answer to there's, there's a, academia, you, Hollywood, you know, the media. You got, M- you got MSNBC out there. You got all the CBS. And we got Salem News Channel. You got yep. you get the balance that the people you know are absolutely craving, and uh, it's 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 pretty diabolical. I mean, this woman who would be an FCC commissioner. Making decisions about our business once tweeted, Fox News plays a role in destroying democracy. Nice. She's one of those. Nice. An FCC commissioner. I mean, you got to read about this woman. Uh, her name is uh, Gigi Sohn. She's a Biden nominee to fill the open seat on the Federal Communications Commission. So we got to be aware of this. We got to be absolutely aware of that. And let's be aware of Trump's apparent new favorite nickname for Ron DeSantis, Meatball Ron. <laughs> Now, the, now, here's what's crazy. The left loves it. Stephen Colbert apparently last night said it's be, uh, one of the best nicknames he's ever heard Trump come up with. Well, See, they love are. this. They, they, oh, they love this infighting. They want this kind of infighting. Well, there, are, there are two polls now, two in a row, that have had similar results. Trump and DeSantis deadlocked uh, in, in the broad Republican field. Where you have like Trump 33, DeSantis 33, and then a smattering of single digits for Nikki Haley, Ted Cruz, everybody else. Ted Cruz, by the way, says he's not running, which is an awesome. Yes, I saw that. Should be right where he is. Uh, then, now there's another one that said, but then when they do Trump versus DeSantis head to head, DeSantis wins by double digits. Why? Because everybody lining up behind everybody else, Pompeo, Haley, they're they're just looking to turn the page. So if it's just Trump and DeSantis, everybody looking to turn the page suddenly goes to DeSantis. So and again, it's February of 2023. Doesn't yeah, but it's close. Anything. No, don't say it's, it says it's coming. It's well, coming. It's, before it's, you know it. Hey, and, real quick, because you remember yesterday at this time you were you were just filling our, our heads with delicious, unspeakable, horrible stuff about that TV show you told us about. Yeah, yeah. The Sarah Lawrence thing. And I said I was going to come back with something cleansing and upbeat, a palate cleanser, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Valentine's Day, a gift for everybody, March 15th, March 15th. Tell me, I think you're on, as on board for me uh, with it, with this as I am. Is season three of Ted Lasso, March 15th. Just oh, good. Finest, yeah, it's a great series. Things. And I also yeah. want to spend a, a moment about the miracle that is Harrison Ford. Here's the deal. When Remember when Blade Runner 2049 came out, like 2017? Yep. I thought, okay, we're being force-fed Harrison Ford because we've loved him for decades. And okay. And I thought it was kind of a forced thing. And it's like, God bless him. Can't we just let this guy whittle on the porch or something? Uh, nope. He right now is knocking it out of the park on two of the best shows of the year, if not more. One is this latest uh, Yellowstone spinoff. You're as big yep. a Yellowstone fan as I am, right? Yeah, I am. We just I went am. through 18 1983, which was great. Now we have 1923 with Harrison Ford as Jake Dutton and the incredible Helen Mirren and an awesome cast. Amazing. 1923 is fantastic. He's in that. And then there's a thing on HBO called Shrinking, which is about a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist, played by Jason Siegel, who has been through some traumas in his own life. And it has led him in his practice to really boil things down to the bottom line. He says things like a patient came to me and said, you know, Doc, I get sad when I do this thing. And I think, well, how about stopping doing that thing? It's exactly (laughs) the kind of counseling that I've thought. Anyway, Harrison Ford is in that as well. He's he's about to be 81. Harrison Ford is a force of nature. He's magnificent in both shows. It just frustrates me at what a lazy TV viewer I am because there's such great stuff out there and about 90% of it I just don't I'm too lazy no. to find it no, and I'm too, no, I'm too no, I'm too I'm too there's not enough time and you know what I, but I there's time you know what there's time for me I settle in over the when I'm bored I settle in with Headline News Network, HLN, they run Forensic Files 24-7, oh, and I can watch 12 hours of Forensic Files. True crime, Listen, Mike. True I can crime solve Mike any crime. To- <laughs> they ought to get me down there to South Carolina. I'd solve that Alec Murtaugh, Murtaugh crime. I know who did it. I know what I happened. I know what's going on there. Wow. That is, and the, and, the, and the sister of the woman, the wife who was killed, said that their marriage was fine? Yep. That they I were know. happy? I know. What the heck is that? That is the wildest. But, but that's 
my thing. I but you, well, you I, know what I, I, do? I go from forensic files or or for, or the first forty eight. Forty eight, exactly. A and E. True crime. It. Mike is one of my favorite oh, characters. I knew you plugged it. into this. But you know, because there's no time. Do you know what I'm doing just now? What Lisa and I are doing just now is putting our toe in the pool of one of the most admired shows ever, Breaking Bad. Well, my uh, kid is always Trevor. And, Trevor, and, and speaking, and and, can, and I want to just quickly. I'm flashed, I know we're way over time, but Trevor, seconds. my son, who's a teacher in Arlington, and I love him dearly, and, and our audience has been through the journey with us. He had a terrible car accident yeah. uh, about a year and a half ago. Terrible head-on crash. He's doing fine and recovered, except he's a diabetic. He's been diabetic since he's 18 years old, type 1, and he's got to go through everything. And he, it's so funny because he's an athletic, you know, healthy kid. He's not overweight or anything, but he's always, you know, it's a tough thing to be a diabetic. And I found out after the fact I could kill him for not telling me because he didn't want to worry the old man, but he had his toe amputated. He got an ulcer on his big toe, and they had to amputate his toe, so he's on medical leave right now. He says he's fine. I mean, I, I keep calling him, I and I'm know, I'm fl- flipping you, out you and worried are, about him. Do um, we want to offer a universal message to everybody that if you're about to have something happen to yourself, and there's a loved one, and you're keeping it from that loved one for fear of worrying, that that's a bad instinct. If thank you genuinely you, have loved ones, you. let them in. Let them worry. They wa- It is much better to let them worry and have the bonding and the togetherness with you going through it than it is to hear about it well, afterwards. Well, his attitude was, because I really did take call him out on this. I said, Trev, why didn't you tell me? I mean, my gosh, I you sent me this it. text. He said, Dad, I wanted to wait until I knew it was going to be all fine. I knew yes. you'd be worried to death, and I just didn't want to worry you. And I'm like, let me be worried. It's oh, your job to be worried. That's, so I'm great. your dad. You I'm know, you I just, but the anyway, he is, he said, and I was worried about the pain factor. He said, believe it or not, not that painful. So I, I, I thought about balance. I mean, gosh, I how do you never Walk. Oh, have you ever racked your pinky toe against a coffee table leg? Yes, I, I, I went into a wheelchair for a week. I mean, it's so like, if, it was if a, you're, you never if, know if what our, you need. There. If our folks are inclined, say a little prayer for this guy because he's Surely. been through a lot. Man, has he been through a lot? So, but he's going to do it. He's a survivor. He'll who will persevere. And I'll be a nervous wreck watching forensic <laughs> files reruns it's, it's, it's all weekend. It's what he does. All right, it is take Mike care. Gallagher. Happy <laughs> Wednesday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.